Chapter 5 Migration Davo stood next to the woman's body. He carefully brushed away her hair that lay across her cheek. She just started uni a few months back, he said. Nursing. Always wanted to try and help people. She took a job here, a couple of evening shifts a week to get a bit of cash. I lowered the knife and felt an immense drag of sadness, like the gravity in the room had slowly increased. Fuck, Davo. She's your daughter? I asked. He nodded. She complained about a few punters harassing her. Some asshole followed her to a car last week. I've been coming here after work most days just to hang around, watch the races. Try and make her feel a bit safer. His fingers curled into fists. When things went to shit out there this Savo, I tried to get here. But there were so many people on the streets, I, I got stuck. Couldn't get through the fucking crowds. Place was cleared out when I finally did make it. Her car was out the back, but I couldn't find Tilly anywhere. Then I heard voices in the bathroom. He was crying again and made no effort to hide it. He looked past me to the sinks on the other side of the kitchen. A bloodied chef's knife lay on the counter. They... That... He couldn't get any more out. But he didn't need to. I was vicariously enduring a mere fraction of the pain he must have felt. And that was enough to take my breath away. I'm so sorry, Davo, I said. I'd seen some horrible things that day. But this... This was by far the worst. Do you have anyone else out there? Other family? I asked. Davo shook his head. Nah. We didn't try for a family till pretty late. There were complications in the pregnancy. It's just the two of us. Tilly was me whole world. In that moment, I understood his aggression. His apathy. His resignation. If I was in his shoes, I'd probably sit on a rooftop drinking until my time was up as well. A loud, scraping sound echoed through the bar, followed by a coarse howl and a fit of coughing. Something was trying to get through the barricaded stairwell. Davo walked over, picked up the chef's knife and looked at me. The sound of wood splintering and shrieks of rage put every cell in my body on edge. I've got a family, Davo. Out there somewhere? I have to find them said. He nodded at me. Why didn't you say so earlier? Let's go. He marched past me, shoved the swing door open and walked out into the bar. The pile of tables and chairs filling the stairwell was undulating as it was pushed against from below. Between the web of wood we could see a group of the infected trying to force themselves through. One of them had climbed up most of the way. He reached out a bloodied hand to grasp the leg of a chair and pull himself up. 
when the heavy ATM machine on top of the pile slipped across the tabletop and fell a few feet down, crushing the man's head and shoulders into the stairs. The others below pushed ahead against the obstacles, as if enthused by their companion's demise. I watched as the man's torso stretched tight like a balloon. The others behind him clawed at the tables and chairs and forced their way forward. One of the chairs rolled across the pile and fell onto the corpse. The impact popped the man's swollen abdomen and a spray of black liquid and gas burst out of him and spiralled upward through the stairwell. I pulled my respirator mask back up over my mouth. Then Davo pushed me to one side. Let's give Tilly a proper fucking send-off then, eh? He had the Molotov cocktail in his hand and a look of feral glee on his face. He shook it up kissed the glass and lit the towel hanging from the neck of the bottle with his lighter. Fuck yous all, he screamed, and hurled the bottle. It shattered and poured a torrent of flaming alcohol through the kindling piled up in the stairwell, transforming the centre of the room into a roaring bonfire. The flames reached up and licked the ceiling. The infected below screamed and thrashed against the blaze. Oi! Davo shouted at me, grabbing my arm. Let's fucking go! I turned and ran through the smoke, following Davo up the stairs and out onto the rooftop. I looked back into the bar as the air inside buckled and burst into flames. Go where, I thought. But when I turned around, Davo was gone. Smoke billowed out of the door, and I felt the building quiver and sigh beneath my feet. Then I noticed the fire hose shaking back and forth. I ran to the edge and looked over. Davo was rappelling down the side of the building like a special forces soldier. He touched down on the street below and looked up at me. When you're ready, mate. I dropped my knife down to the street, grabbed the hose and slid off the roof. But my wounded hand couldn't grip the hose tight enough to take my weight. I slid down, too fast. Wrapping my leg around the hose below me, I slammed to a stop, hanging a metre or two off the ground. Then the hose fell. Whatever it was tied to at the other end must have burnt through. I smacked into the cement. Graceful as a bag of bloody hammers, mate. Davo chuckled as I got to my feet. He actually seemed to be enjoying himself. Shit, watch out, mate, he cried as he pushed past me. An infected man, partially on fire, stumbled out of the pub. Davo drove his knife into the man's eye socket, then kicked him back through the doors and into the flames. A guttural cough rang out through the alleyway. Three more infected, a woman and two men, staggered down the street towards us, looking up at the flaming pub with bloodshot eyes. The woman spotted us and started wheezing and spitting phlegm as she quickly picked up pace, entering into a frenzied gallop towards us. My knife lay on the road between us, Davo kicked it over to me and then turned and charged at the infected woman, howling like a wolf. He leapt towards her, throwing the weight of his body behind his attack. The chef's knife slid straight through her outstretched hand, severing fingers before slicing through her open jaw, flipping the top half of her head away from her spine in one fluid motion. Her body skidded to a stop on the asphalt and Davo, keeping his eyes on the two remaining infected, retreated backwards until he stood beside me. When the others reached the body of the woman, they slowed and crouched down, looking between us and the corpse on the ground. The 
two men began beating at the swollen body with their fists like wild gorillas, coughing and snarling as black liquid spilled out of her and onto the street. They started smearing it across their arms, chests and faces. Jesus bloody Christ, Davo winced. One of the infected started coughing and twitching violently. He arched his body backwards and screamed at the sky as he got to his feet, spraying a mist of phlegm and black spittle into the night air. He turned and looked back at us, teeth bared, his face dripping in gore from the corpse at his feet. Run, I whispered. Now. We sprinted down the alleyway, heading north, away from the pub. At the next intersection, I barreled around the corner, trying to steer us towards the parklands. Fuck me, Davo cried out as he looked up the street ahead of us. A thick cloud of fog, about 30 or 40 feet ahead, blocked the wide street completely. I stopped and looked back behind us. The road was filled with crashed and abandoned vehicles. The smouldering remains of a truck lay on its side a few blocks away. Davo pulled me down between two cars. Look! Small spheres of light drifted in and out of the fog, some darting left and right sporadically. Others were just hovering a few feet off the ground. They disappeared as they moved deeper into the fog, but the ones near the edges were clearly visible. There must have been about a dozen of them. What the fuck is that? Davo asked me. I didn't answer him. Light flickered against the wall of a building at the opening of another small laneway close to the fog. I could hear distant wheezing and coughing as another of the light spheres drifted out of the lane. It floated almost gracefully, bobbing and weaving like a firefly as it moved towards the fog. A group of five or six people followed behind it, stumbling forward, transfixed by the pulsating glow. The light led them directly into the dense fog and they disappeared from view as they entered. The fog churned and billowed outward, creeping a few feet further down the street, towards us. Copyright Jasper St. Auburn West, 2020. All rights reserved. <laughs>